Welcome to Compline Prayer. We are nearing the end of Lent, when we are invited to look at the reality of sin in our world and in ourselves. The author of Ecclesiastes is very aware of the brokenness of the world around us. They wonder aloud about the meaning of life in a world where the righteous and the wicked both seem to receive the same blessings and curses. But Ecclesiastes' presence in the Bible doesn't mean the author's word is final, and we should give up and join in their hopelessness. We may share their same feelings of lament and disillusion, but the words of Ecclesiastes are not the end of the story. We have the gift of knowing where the story ends. We know now that Jesus is at the beginning, middle, and end of history. As we journey the wilderness of Lent, we know that Christ is here with us now in the beauty and the pain of the world. Let us pray. Merciful God, with you by our side, we ask for courage to peer into our inmost being and pray. Meet me in my messiness. Heal me and free me to live in joy and peace. Amen. Take some time to be with God. Take a few deep breaths and be still. Picture Jesus coming to you and sitting next to you. As the music continues, let Jesus care for you as only he can.
you'd like to light a Christ candle. You may light a candle if you have one close by. Lent compels us to remember that God's light shines on the righteous and the unrighteous. God attends to every soul, whether they accept or resist God's light. God is compassionate toward the just and the unjust. Loving God, we bow in humble consent to your holy will. We hear your invitation to walk with Christ into abundant life. Yet we are dazzled by false consolations. Forgive us for our willful and unwillful sin. Give us holy desire for the true consolation of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
As we will soon hear, the author of Ecclesiastes is again lamenting. What can possibly bring comfort when it appears both the good and the bad, the righteous and the fool, will all face death and judgment before God? We sense the desolation in these words as one who is not experiencing the presence of God. Does your own heart resonate with this? So I reflected on all this and concluded that the righteous and the wise and what they do are in God's hands, but no one knows whether love or hate awaits them. All share a common destiny, the righteous and the wicked, the good and the bad, the clean and the unclean, those who offer sacrifices and those who do not. As it is with the good, so with the sinful. As it is with those who take oaths, so with those who are afraid to take them. This is the evil in everything that happens under the sun. The same destiny overtakes all. Anyone who is among the living has hope. Even a live dog is better off than a dead lion. For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. They have no further reward, and even their name is forgotten. Their love, their hate, and their jealousy have long since vanished. Never again will they have a part in anything that happens under the sun. Saints, down through the centuries, are revered for their deep life of prayer. 
Our prayer tonight is from St. Benedict of Nursia. Can you hear the heart of God in this prayer? Let us rise up without delay. The scriptures challenge us with these words. You know what time it is, how it is now the moment for us to wake from sleep. Let us open our eyes to the light that transfigures everything. Let us clear our ears for the sound of God's voice that cries out to us, to us each day. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. Harden not your hearts. Amen. I'll read this prayer again. What is awakening in your own heart? Let us rise up without delay. The scriptures challenge us with these words. You know what time it is, how it is now the moment for us to wake from sleep. Let us open our eyes to the light that transfigures everything. Let us clear our ears for the sound of God's voice that cries out to us each day. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. Harden not your hearts. Amen. The writer of Ecclesiastes finds little reason for hope and little reason to believe that God cares what we do with our lives. Everyone dies, and once you're dead, what does it matter if you were generous or selfish, kind or cruel, righteous or foolish? But Christ offers us a message of hope, a promise of a rich inheritance, a place in the kingdom of God. Hear these words from Matthew 25. 
when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep and the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. The word of the Lord. The writer of Ecclesiastes laments that the righteous and the wicked receive the same fate. How does Christ respond to that message? I will read a portion of this passage again. As you listen, is there a word or phrase that stands out to you? Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. The Book of Ecclesiastes just like many psalms, gives voice to the very real feelings of injustice and anger we may feel toward God for the world we see around us. What point is there in doing good when we will all be dead and forgotten one day? But Christ doesn't dismiss Ecclesiastes. He responds to our lament. Our Heavenly Father both cares about this world and has prepared a place for us in eternity. Maybe you need to lift your laments to God tonight. He will hear them. 
Maybe you want to rejoice in your kingdom inheritance tonight. Christ celebrates with you. However you take this time in prayer, know that you are not condemned to this world, but part of its transformation into God's kingdom. Then the king will say, Come, you who are blessed by my Father. Take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. Take some time now to be with God. Lord's Prayer, Jesus shows us how to pray. He encourages us to pray boldly, knowing that His Father, our Father, is faithful to us and always at work on our behalf. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Please join me in praying our prayers of petition. We thank you, Lord, for your attentive, listening heart. We offer our prayers of gratitude and our prayers for divine help. We give thanks for what has been good this day, for signs of your life. We commend to you, dear Lord, those who tonight are bearing heavy burdens. We give thanks for the goodness in people we have met today 
in their words and in their deeds. We commend to your love and care those whose daily lives are filled with troubles and hardships. We give thanks for the goodness of yourself, which has helped our daily lives be easier and more enjoyable. We commend to you, dear Lord, those whose lives are financially unstable and in need of provision for their basic needs. We give thanks for your goodness, the goodness we have been able to show, for without your goodness, we could not have shown such goodness to others. We commend to your love and care those who are suffering from the unkindliness and persecutions of others. We give thanks for the ways you invite us to bring your tenderness and compassion to those who suffer from injustice. Good Lord, lead us all onto pathways to experience your nearness and healing peace. Teach us to know more surely that evil is contained by your strong arm of justice and love. Have mercy on the waywardness and folly of humankind. We release into your divine keeping the needs of our friends and our loved ones all the hours of this night and all the days to come. And we thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, may you go now and rest in the assurance that God is your provider and comforter. Amen. Gracious God, we have come to rest in and receive your care. We love you and thank you for the hope and nourishment that we have been given. Amen. Music will continue for a time, and you are welcome to remain with us. May God bless you with restful sleep.